Welcome to a special presentation of Sellout Crowd, Conversations with Coach. I'm Bob Stoops. I'm taking time to talk with my friends and colleagues in the sports world to get caught up and share some stories. But first, I want to say thanks to these sponsors, Rose Hill Builders, First Fidelity Bank, and Louie's Bar and Grill. Uh, this is special, this presentation. I'm going to be joined all day here, or all these segments, with some great coaches uh, that are in the playoffs here around the state. My first guest, uh, undefeated Heritage Hall coach Brett Bogert, uh, four-time state champion, ninth year, I believe, right, uh, Brett? Ninth year as uh, the head coach. Only has seven losses through nine years. That's quite the record, Brett. Congratulations, and I know... 12 and 0 record coming into this game. Um, let's let's talk first. How's your father Andy doing? Uh, he's doing great. Which thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's an honor being on with you. Uh, but he's doing great. Uh, he's actually out on the golf course right now. Um, and then we got practice at two thirty, so he'll be up at school um, after that. But he's he's got to get his weekly golf round in before he comes up to uh, help us out with practice. I love it. So he he golfs in the morning and then comes to coach in the afternoon, right? What he loves to do. Absolutely. He's got his priorities straight for sure. That's awesome. I love it. I, um, Brett, you're, you've had incredible success, four-time state champion. Talk about this year. I, I know you got the great quarterback, Andy Bass, right? Uh, talk yes, about Andy and maybe some of your other players that are key to to really – having great success and winning the state championship. Yeah. I mean, it definitely starts with Andy. Um, you know, his, his stats uh, speak for themselves. He's thrown for 3000 yards, rushed for over a thousand yards already. Um, and hopefully has, you know, he obviously has t- uh, Friday and then hopefully another one to go. Um, but it's, it's not even his stats that matter. It's his, his leadership, his discipline, his commitment to the team and his teammates. He does it the right way. And, and when your best player is like that, uh, it just feeds down to the other guys. Um, and, and I, can't you know can't say enough i'm blessed to have a guy like andy and his, his leadership qualities it's it's amazing but not just him uh, a guy like jordan harris um he's our receiver uh strong safety guy he's having a heck of a year he's got over a thousand yards receiving he leads our defense and tackles with 84 tackles he's got five picks as well uh, wow. so he does a great job but uh then in the trenches we got you know xavier freeman the the he's the younger but bigger brother of gavin freeman who's who's up there yeah. or down there in norman uh, he does a great job on both sides of the line for us he's ferocious uh, then, then Jack Harris, Charlie Ganiabadi, Grayson Hume, and Eddie Johnson. Those guys really make us go. Uh, they played in the trenches for us. And, and as you know, you can't go anywhere without a good group of offensive and defensive linemen. No, I, I hear you. Everything starts up front in my book. No no doubt about it. But uh, you, you defeated Marlowe earlier in the year. I guess it was week 10, I think it was. Uh, yes, sir. What, what, what were some of the keys in that game? And then... You know, and then you can tran- you know transition that right into this game and why that'll be important this weekend. Yeah, Marlowe's a heck of a program. Uh, they won the 2A championship in 21 before moving up last year. Uh, Matt Weber, uh, obviously the legendary Weber family, who's, you know, Joe and Jody were legends at Davis. Uh, now Matt's at uh, Marlowe with the Outlaws, and he does a great job. I have a ton of respect for the, what, what they do. They are physical. They're old school. They're in the shotgun, but, I mean – it's it's physical. Their quarterback is a stud. Uh, the Gilbert kid, his his brother uh, up at Iowa State, um, it goes through him. He reads well. He's a tough runner. Uh, he he's very physical. He's fast. But then when he needs to throw it, he can put it where it needs to be. Um, and they got all over us early uh, in that game. And in fact, they were they were winning the game up until the fourth quarter. 
Um, Andy scored two late touchdowns. In fact, the last one with 48 seconds left to win that one 35-28 uh, in a big district game. So we have tons of respect for them. And, and our boys have the their full attention, that's for sure, because as all they've done is, is rolled Casha Hall and Metro Christian, two tradition-rich programs the last two weeks. So uh, they got our full attention, and we expect a, a great shot from them. Uh, but we got to get out fast. They they came out and hit us in the mouth early in that, that game. Our offense kind of struggled um, in the first quarter. I think it was the only game all year we didn't score in the first quarter. So, you know, and then they were able to do their stuff. They were running the ball, controlling the clock. Uh, but fortunately enough, you know, our, our leaders took over in that second half, especially the fourth quarter, and were able to get the victory. But uh, we got to get off to a fast start. We can't let them control the clock and, and run it down. We want our offense to have the ball, and we want Andy with the ball in his hands trying to make plays. And if they have the ball and are controlling the clock, we can't do that. Hey, Brett, you, you've had such consistent success through the years. Ninth season, only seven losses. You're 12-0 and 0 right now. What are, what are some of the staples or the, the principles of your program you feel have allowed you to have so much uh, consistent success? I mean, you know, we're, we're very hard on commitment and accountability, um, you know, which I think any great program is. Um, and we have kids that buy into it. And, we, you know, we've been fortunate enough. My dad was, has been there for so long. Uh, this has been ingrained in us. And, you know, the continuity of staff, we're allowed to keep, you know, we're able to keep the same, you know, philosophies and, and it keeps passing on down. And, you know, we get our hands on these kids in the seventh grade. And so by the time they're in the ninth grade, they kind of understand the expectations. And, and we're really a, a player-led team, you know our best teams are always the ones where the players are, are you know, taking control of the, the issues. And fortunately for us, that's, it's been this year. And that's, I think why we've had so much success, you know, when, you know, I get on Andy and, and Andy takes control of, of everything. Um, that's, that's our best teams. And we have a great group of 16 seniors that really take that uh, role on. And they really have, you know, fostered our younger group and really have showed them the way. And we're getting some great play from some sophomores and, and some younger guys that, uh, you know, maybe we didn't think we we're going to get play from, but our guys, older guys have taken them under their wing. And we've been able to content, continuously do that year after year with the continuity of staff. I think, you know, we have eight guys that have been with the staff since at least 2010, which is extremely rare wow. in any coaching level. Um, so that's, that's huge. So really we're able to just continue on passing our, you know, our philosophies and our, our theories here, you know, year after year, which I think has been a massive, massive advantage for us. And then obviously having my dad around uh, is huge. Yep. Um you know, I'd be, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, your dad's still doing it, which I don't care. I just want the kids to win. I want the kids to have the best chance at winning as possible. And if I can have one of the best coaches I know help me out every single day, then I'd be an idiot not to let him help out. So, Absolutely. So it's, it's been fun. <laughs> I agree totally. And, uh, and you got guys been with you for over 10 years or, or 10 year or nine, 10 years. That leads for yes, some sir. short, so, uh, short staff meetings, right? That's what I Absolutely. like. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> well, listen, Brett, you're, you're kind to join me today. Best of luck uh, this weekend. Uh, we'll be rooting for you and tell your dad I said hello. So all the best to you. Good luck. And I'm joined now by Robert Jones, um, uh, head coach for Dell City, undefeated 12-0. and He's uh, got a record of 30 wins and five losses over three seasons. So welcome, Robert. Appreciate you joining me here today. Thank you for having me, Coach Stoops. Uh, it's a surreal feeling, you know. I don't, I don't know if you know, but I played for Oklahoma State, and I remember. Oh, I, I know, I remember you well. <laughs> I remember playing against your teams, and I always tell people that man, those teams were tough, and that was that was a different time frame in OU. That was a different time in the Big Twelve. So I'm excited to be on here. Well, you you were a special player and uh, got an incredible record. So. Yeah. Um, 
just just going back, I know you graduated from Carl Albert, and I think you won three or four uh, state championships, right? Yes, sir. I won four of them. Yes, sir. Yeah, good for you. Tell tell me, do you that that you never those times never leave you? Do you do you keep any of those principles from Carl Albert that you're using now at Dell City? Yeah, actually, I go eat uh, Coach Rose, who was the head coach at Carl Albert High School. You know, he, JD Runnels was a teammate; and he was his head coach. I go right. to dinner with him every Wednesday, and it's oh, a wow. pretty it's a pretty unique deal because Coach Rose, before going to Carl Albert, he was the head coach. He was the assistant coach at Dell City for twenty six years. Oh wow! So he knows, <laughs> yeah, so he knows the landscapes of Dell City and Carl Albert. So I'm kind of meshing in the principles that I learned from Carl Albert. Then I'm learning some of the stuff that I learned in college, and obviously uh, as a coach the last eighteen years. But it's been a great experience. I grew up in Dell City, then I moved over to Carl Albert, so I got a little bit of a, a yeah. melting pot there. So it's been a great experience to get back to Dell City. They've always had athletes. I think I kind of instilled some discipline and some toughness. I'm kind of old school. I, I played on the, uh, Les Miles, and he was from the Big Ten. And uh, we yep. go full pass three. We go full pass three days a week. We get out there. We tackle to the ground. Um, so we got an old style kind of um, football style, and then we mix in the athletic ability. It's been great for us. Well, you're wise to to keep up always with your mentors. You know, there's yes, there's always a little bit of advice. It never hurts to have, right? Absolutely. But uh, talk about uh, you got a great tailback, Rodney Fields, and uh, and talk about how key he's been, and maybe some of your other guys that have really been instrumental here the last few weeks in the playoffs. You know, Rodney came over to us this year, his senior year. Rodney's always been special. I know about him when he was at Southeast. He's he's real explosive. He reminds me a lot of uh, Brandon Presley, uh, you know, Kiwan Jones type running back. He can run screens. He can actually line up and motion out the backfield and play slot. So he's a little big mixture of both. Um, he's just explosive. And, he's you know, when you're a 4-4 guy, um, and you're able to get downhill and you have a little toughness to you, um, you're going to be able to do some special things. But actually, he's been a real big influence on his own defense. We, we moved him to Mike Linebacker um, like three weeks ago. He's already had two interceptions, one for a return for a touchdown. So he's just a special athlete that makes coaches look great. Um, and, you know, you kind of implement our, our toughness and how we do things in offseason. Um, and it's just really been great for him. He's been a, he got a lot tougher. He's able to play through injuries more. When he first got here, he was always kind of like nicked up and banged. Wasn't as tough as he needed to be, and I really challenged him in some areas, and it really has worked for him. He's a special player. How about uh, any other key guys, you know, coming into this big game with Claremore this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. We got LaDainian Fields. He's a receiver and cornerback yep. for us. He's committed to TCU. Um, he has 1,200 yards receiving. He has six interceptions. In the first two playoff games, he has some return touchdown interceptions. So he's just a special player. He's also special on uh, uh, kickoff return and punt return as well, so that adds a different element to it. And then we have Brandon Adama. He was actually rated the number third running back in the state before Rodney moved over. So we were able to move him to slot. So we're able to run some bubbles and quick screens, and he runs like a running back. So uh, we use those on uh, first and second down to get us to some second short situations. So, and then that what's been left out is our offensive line. Uh, we got a couple guys. They're good Division II type offensive linemen. We got one guy that's a Power Five guy, but then you have a mixture of some. Division two type guys, they're not the biggest size, but they work hard. They've been in the program for four years. So our offensive line and defensive line has really been a staple for us, and that's really helped those athletes kind of get in space and do what they need to do on both sides of the ball. That's great. Uh, lastly, you got a, a, a obviously 12-0 big game with uh, Claremore uh, here mm -hmm. 
Friday. What, what are going to be some of the keys if you guys are going to win this game? What are going to be some of the key uh, parts of this game that you feel you got to win? Well, first thing is is get over the emotional high. You know, Guthrie was ranked very high. Um, they were a top known, known team in the state. Everybody was kind of picking them just because they were a tough team. You know, they had they only allowed 33 points all year. So when you win a game like that, you can kind of fall asleep against a team like Claremore. They wasn't expected to be here. They beat 11 and 0 team. Um, Elgin, who was kind of picked, everybody when they did that bracket, they picked us, either us and Elgin or Guthrie and Elgin. So Claremore wasn't expected to be here. So I feel like they're going to play loose. I feel like their coaches are going to take chances. They're going to do things they haven't done all year. So during the week, we have to make sure we make our players understand that, hey, this team is here. Whenever you get to the semifinals of the playoffs, regardless of how they got here, regardless of what kind of talent they have, they're here for a reason. So we can't fall asleep against them. Then we got to continue to play great defense, uh, um, stop the run. I'm always – that's the first thing I want to do, stop the run. Then you got to be able to run the ball. Regardless football, with all the spread stuff and what's going on, it always comes back to stopping the run and being able to run the ball. So we want to run, stop the run and run the ball. I think that, that's going to put our athletes in a good position to be successful. Well, Robert, you, you do a, a, a great job, uh, excited and happy for your success. Uh, you do a great job on the radio. I listen to some of those pregame shows ahead of the Oklahoma State games. And yes, uh, really, really appreciate you joining us and uh, wish you all the best of luck here finishing the year. Good right, luck. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for having me, Coach Deuce. Appreciate it. You bet. My next guest uh, here in the playoffs, 12-0, and Lauren Montgomery from Bixby High School, uh, 12-0, 14th season, Lauren. It's hard to believe you're that old, uh, but uh, 14th season at Bixby, seven state championships, including five straight. Uh, got a big game here this week with Owasso. So welcome to the, to the program, Lauren. Appreciate you joining us. It's an honor to be on here. Appreciate you highlighting our program. Well, listen, I... You, you've had such great success. I know you were a coach with Alan Trimble, great friend of mine through the years back at Jenks. Do you, what, what do you carry from Coach Trimble and that experience there, such great success there at Jenks, to, to what you've been able to do here at Bixby? I'm always uh, intrigued by everybody's journey and how you bring things with you as, as you go. Well, I cut my teeth with Coach Trimble. What a great man, as you mentioned, Coach. Uh, this is my first first gig right out of college. I, I was a student assistant, but um, so I've probably taken a lot more than I even realize uh, from Coach Trimble. But I think the big thing is just how to run a program, all the different facets of uh, from off season to practice structure to um, even really how to involve and, and how to treat people. Coach Trimble always involved anyone that, that wanted to have anything to do with the program, and he treated everyone with respect and just um, so many lessons over the course of the 10 years that I worked with him. Tell me, uh, you know, this big game with the Wasso this week, what are going to be some uh, major factors in this game, or what do you feel, or, you know, as you practice through the week, what are, what are some key factors that you feel you've got to win or – that got to happen for you to have a chance to win this game? Well, first off, our defense is going to have to slow down. They've got a lot of really good weapons, and and Coach Blankenship has been doing this a long time. He's really good at getting those talented players the ball in space, and so we're going to have to slow down um, some of those guys. We played them early in the year. Seems like a year ago now, but but they've settled in on a quarterback, and he's throwing the ball around extremely well. Uh, they got a big physical offensive line, and so – 
hopefully we'll have a chance to slow those guys down. And then defensively, they've been extremely multiple. They've been back and forth between uh, odd stack and and four two five, and and they've got some defensive linemen that are really get after you. And so staying on blocks, maintaining blocks, um, and then getting our athletes the ball in space, I think will be critical. Lauren, you uh, you talked about an odd front. Talk to me about how you guys play a good bit of an odd front. Where where'd you pick that up from? <laughs> Well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, Coach. Uh, listen to you speak way back uh, at a Nike Coach of the Year clinic. I think it was down at one of the casino, casinos in, in yep. southern Oklahoma. I'm texting our, our defense coordinator, Coach Flowers. It's getting ready to be his first year as our defensive coordinator. And I and we had dabbled in odd just a little bit, but have four, two, five principles. And, and so I said, you know, this this is where we want to go. And uh, Corey Callens, I had developed a relationship uh, with at the time, Coach. He was one of your right. GAs. And Jerry Montgomery, just, just such a great uh, recruiter, uh, welcomed us with open arms. And we sat in on those guys' meetings as you guys were doing some of your spring install. And so, um, you know, some of those same principles we're using today with our defense, uh, I guess we, we just uh, set in and pirated it off of you guys, stole just a little bit uh, while you guys are doing your spring install. I love it. That's what we're supposed to do. Help, help other uh, coaches, especially at the high school level. And it was very good for us. There, there's no question about it. It's a, it's a great defense when done the right way. Um, you know, we got your one of your guys, uh, Brennan Presley's really killing it for Oklahoma State, and uh, you've had a bunch of D1 guys. Brag about some of your players right now on your team, you know, coming into this week that have really been great for you. Well, we got, we've got a lot, and we've got a great senior group of guys. I think probably you got to start with your team leader, Hank Puckett, our middle linebacker. Um, he's he's all over the field, leads our team in tackles, plays a little bit on both sides of the ball. Will probably be CEO of Fortune 500 company one of these days. He's got he's got offers from UCO, Pitt State, some really good Division two schools. Uh, Cordell Goldsby, you know, I mentioned skill guys earlier. Cordell's just electric with the ball in his hands, extremely hard to tackle, and and he's got some uh, FCS offers and some some mid major offers. So I'm hoping a, a great playoff run right here will will really help him out and get him exposure. We've got a big offensive tackle that um, has got a lot of Division one offers. Brody Duffel, he's a three year starter for us. Uh, um, just one of the one of the smartest offensive linemen that I've had an opportunity to coach in my career, uh, doing good stuff, and I think he's got it narrowed down between Tulsa, Memphis, and UNLV. Um, yeah, and I could go I could go on and on, yeah. coach. We got a big senior class with some really good guys um, that are doing good things, and and you know I know I'm going to miss somebody, but um, yeah. we've got you know the biggest thing about this year's group is that we've got some guys that understand how to practice, how to lead how to lead in the locker room, and, and I'm grateful for that. Well, Lauren, you're, you're kind to join us uh, here ahead of your big game with Owasso. Wish you the best of luck and uh, keep it going, okay? Thanks, Coach. I, like I said, I appreciate you having us on here and, and uh, recognizing our program. Absolutely. You're 12-0, and 0 and uh, go get it. Uh, I'll be following it Friday night, so g- go get them. All right, now I'm joined by undefeated 12-0 Chris Ellerick from Drumright, uh, Drumright, Oklahoma. Con- congrats, Chris, and uh, thanks for joining me here today. 
Hey, man, I'm excited to be here. You know, being 12 and 0 is fun, and, and getting to do stuff like this comes with the territory, but it usually means you got a bunch of really good football players, and that's where we're at. Well, I, I believe it was 1963, the last time you guys were in the quarterfinals. Do I have that correct? Man, it's been a long time. I know 63 was the last time they won a district championship here. Um, I think, you know, back then playoffs have changed so much. This was the first time drum has been to the third round. You know, back then the quarterfinals was round two. So here we go. Well, Chris, your first season, uh, I think you're three and seven. What's been the change now what you're twelve and oh and and got a chance to keep going for the state championship? What do you what do you think are some of the, the big changes for you? Well, this is actually my first season here. We got here in April just right. to spring ball. They were three and seven a year ago. Um, you know, we hit the ground running in spring ball with these kids. Um, and man, I pulled my old line coach that I brought with me aside after about two spring practices, just said, Hey, this isn't a typical rebuild. You know, we, we can't wipe the table clean. We got guys right now. We got to go right now and, and learn fast and learn on the fly and get these guys playing with good effort, good intensity and physicality. Uh, that seems to be a recipe for success, no matter what level you're at. And, uh, Man, you got to tip your cap to our kids. They bought into it from day one and have really, really done a good job, you know, getting to know a new coach and staff and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go, you know, just to school from three and seven to now 12 and oh, and you're rolling right now. Who are, you know, that's a big change. So you, you've had to have a major influence on this team, obviously. What, who are some of your biggest influences and, and mentors, you know, that, that through this coaching career? You know, I think, the easy first choice I have to make is my dad's a Hall of Fame guy. Uh, right. You no, know, he was a coach for decades. Uh, he's his pictures on the wall at the OCA office, and you know, obviously, growing up a coach's kid, which you're familiar with, right? You are even early in your career. You just have certain things you know. You don't know why you know them. Uh, you just do. And I think that's always an advantage, you know, when you're starting a coach career. So so obviously the number one would be my dad. Uh, I was fortunate to be around some good coaches growing up. Uh, Gordon Garner was my high school basketball coach. And I always steal from him because he was the most competitive human being I've ever been around. And I loved as a player his his competitive fire and I always took that from him. Uh, and again, not to to tap the host on the shoulder, but I always loved the way Coach Stoops talked to his players through the media uh, and was always honest with them. Um, you know, I think as coaches, you know, we live in an area that's a hotbed of great coaches. It's a hotbed of good competitive football. And if you just open your eyes and look around, there's there's a lot of people we can learn from. And I, I'm with you that to me, and you got to be this way uh, also, just relating and being close with your players. If when they know you care about them and, and are there for them, no matter what, they'll do anything for you. And, oh, and you, you got to be one of those kind of guys. Well, at the end of the day, scheme is scheme. And, and you know, everything you put up on the board looks yeah. great in the coach's office. But if those guys don't execute it, then it doesn't really matter. And if they don't know you care on a deeper level, then the odds of them executing are pretty slim. And really, wins are great, 
but wins at life are more important. And if these guys leave Drumright High School and go on and they're good fathers and good husbands and, and good employees or run a clean business, then, you know, hopefully somewhere in their past, they can look back and say, hey, I learned some of that from, from playing football at Drumright High School. I love it. I love it. And I, I heard you bring up your basketball coach. I, one of the be- couple of the be- best coaches I've ever been around was my grade school, seventh, eighth grade basketball coach, Ralph Sandine. And then my high school basketball coach, Bob Santor. I mean, those guys were fantastic. Tell me the names of your, the basketball coach you were talking about. His name's Gordon Garner. He was my high school basketball coach and he was a young guy right out of college. And, uh, I, it was just fun to play for and he would get after you, but he knew, we knew he just, he wanted to win. And he yeah. had a fire and a passion for being a competitor and winning. And, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of look back on that as part of my growth as I got into the coaching profession. I love it. I love it. Now, lastly, Coach, big game here this weekend. What are going to be some of the keys for, for you guys there at Drumright to have a chance to come out and win this football game? Man, the first big key we've got to do is we've got to get healthy. Uh, you know, it's small school football, and we've got some really good players. We've got some guys that are a little bit dinged up from a you know, 12-week grind. Uh, we got to get healthy and be our best. Um, you know, you're playing this late in the season. There's there's not a lot of weak teams left, and Velma Elma can play. Those guys are good. They're really, really right. um, They do a lot of things well on both sides of the ball. Uh, they're good up front. They've got really good skill kids, uh, which obviously play offense and defense. And uh, the biggest thing we're going to have to do is go execute. Go do, Go do what we do. You know, we can't get caught up in trying to change a lot of stuff right now. We got to be true to ourselves and true to what we want to do and then go execute. And, uh, you know, you get into big games. I don't want to say you simplify, but you definitely don't overcomplicate because it still comes down to block and tackle and execution. Absolutely. Be the best version of yourself. Don't beat yourself. Uh, and, and, and go get it. I agree. Be aggressive and, and go after it. But, uh, Chris, when you're finished, hopefully with the state championship, you're going to have to come down to Norman with me, and you got a buddy here in town, Matt Porter. We're going to have to go have a beer together and hopefully celebrate your, your state championship. Hey, we'll celebrate whatever we can celebrate, but Matt's buying. <laughs> I like it. All the best. Good luck to you this weekend. Hey, Coach, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you having us on, and uh, also appreciate all the people in Drumride, Oklahoma, and a bunch of kids that are busting their tail up here. That's awesome. Go get them. Hey, thanks, Joe.